0: Hey, guys. So before we jump into this episode, we just wanted to acknowledge the passing of IcyCat25, the original Siege YouTuber, I believe, uh, who passed this week. We are super sad to hear about that. He was a friend of the show, you know, member of our Discord, um, I think played with you guys on the Xbox Play Day.
1: Yeah, he did. He was there.
0: Yeah, super cool guy. um, Just... Just really, really loved Siege and uh, was a huge representative for like the casual community in Siege. So, um, you know, as a community, we're going to miss him. Um, I feel lucky to have been acquainted with him. I think he was just such a cool guy. We had him on that episode. It was episode 23. Yeah, something like that. I think I posted it in the Discord this week. But if you wanted to go back and listen to that, I think it was episode 23. Um, He was just so fun to have on like we... I just felt like we we were like such this tiny little podcast, like even more so than we are today. And um, I just messaged him on Twitter. I was like, Hey man, we have this podcast and like, we wonder if you'd want to guess. And he's like, sure. Yeah, let's do it. Like what? Yeah. When are you think it is just like, I didn't have to sell him on it or anything. He was just like into it. And it was just like, you're a freaking YouTuber with 600,000 subscribers. Like you should not be interested in doing this, but like, he's just such a cool guy. And just like was so into just talking about the game with other people who love it. And like, that was just so cool of him.
1: Yeah, he um, was, um, he was, he was fun to play with too. I mean, he was a fun guy to play with and we played at the play day. He was fun to play with and he wasn't just super accepting of everyone that played. Like he never got annoyed with anybody at any point in time. Um, that's just kind of who he was. He was just a, a good guy, really a good guy.
0: Yeah. He like, and he just wants everybody to have fun with the game. Right. And like, that was always right. kind of his, uh, his thing was like, Hey, like, stop focusing so much on like the ranked community and the competitive community. Like a lot of people just want to have fun with your game. And like he was a really good voice for that. So we're really sad, you know, hoping and praying the best for his family and um I guess that's that's all we can do. Yes sir. So pour one out for Icy Cat boys. And let's get on with our show.
1: Hello and welcome to episode
0: 83 of the Own Renowned Podcast where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege. What we don't like about Siege. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. I always think it's funny that you only talk about what you don't like about Siege. Well, I say we.
1: You do say and, we. And I say and, so obviously there's something else. But you always have to add in the
0: negative part, you see. I'm I'm just like, hey, where we mm-hmm. talk about Siege and then I give you a second to say anything you want and you always say... And what we don't like about Siege, you're Let's, such a
1: negative. It, guy. Mean, to be fair, to be fair, you started that intro on episode well, one of the Internet Podcast.
0: You've probably done it eighty more times than I have, so just saying. Just saying. That I have. Saying,
2: you know? that I, have. Uh, <laughs>
0: um, I enjoy it thoroughly. Guys, we're gonna have a good episode this week. Uh we have a new top issues. Um, community concerns uh post from ubisoft updated version of that so we'll talk about what they are focusing on coming up also we have new patch notes that nerf malusi and nerf slash fix ace and hibana Hibana. so we'll talk, talk about that um also we had we started our first like topic of the episode or topic of the week subject of the week uh thing last episode and we came up with a better name for that and it's going to be
1: discord discourse that was completely made up by chris
0: completely 100 percent, except for inverse that and that's what it was discord discourse because basically the topic is we introduce the topic on the show and then uh, you guys talk about it on discord throughout the week and or throughout i guess two weeks and then on the next episode, we'll talk about what you guys thought and what we think and uh, just kind of kind of like a book club type of deal, right? Where it's like everybody's like talking about the same thing and we're coming together and giving our thoughts on it.
1: Yeah, it's going to be fun.
0: That's kind of the idea. So Discord Discourse, that's now the name of the channel in our Discord server. Also, if you're not on the Discord server, let me just say, there are a significant number of people who listen to this podcast on a weekly basis and are not in the Discord. And by significant, I mean way more than are in the Discord. So if you're one of those guys slash girls, what are you doing? Come on, get in the Discord. That's where we all live together. It's a good time. Whether you can see your console. I know console
1: people don't really use Discord as much, but it's worth it. Just download it on your phone. Hop in, chat. It's a good time. This is the place where you get to ask us questions. So you get the... Um, most experienced Rainbow Six Siege podcast hosts to answer your questions. Hey, that's and a true statement. Yeah, it is.
0: You always uh, claim things that aren't true, but this is true. We are the most experienced Rainbow podcast de- dedicated hosts. Rainbow Six
1: Siege podcast hosts. Yep, this by, is true by by a lot, by a lot. Um, yeah, so I mean, get in there, ask us questions, and we can answer your questions and tell you why you're wrong, or if you might be right, which is probably not not the case, but. We'll tell you why you're right, and then uh we'll have a good time you can you can participate in the discord discourse of the week, which this next mm-hmm. week is uh what are our one shot headshots is that
2: yeah what it is? so yeah, that'
1: will be a good time. You come to the discord discord yeah search internet discord on Google, and you'll find it
0: you will find it okay also we were going to do operator spotlights this week we decided to push it off. To the next episode, just because we weren't really very prepared for it, so we wanted to make sure it's good. Um, based on your guys' feedback, Chris will be doing a spotlight on Warden, and I will be doing a spotlight on Mira. So look forward to that next episode. And we promise they'll be good and well researched and well
1: thought out. Yeah? I promise. I I promise mine will be good.
2: Good. (laughs) (laughs) Mine are always good, so okay.
0: Um Last thing, before we go any further, let's mention we are sponsored by Ma Energy. Go to drinkma.com slash r6pod. That's drinkmaw.com slash r6pod to get your free trial when you sign up for a subscription. And um, enjoy Ma while you play Siege. Yeah, it's a
1: good stress reliever and it helps hit the shots better. That's right. Should we start with uh,
0: the patch notes?
1: Sure. Let's start with the patch notes. I think so,
0: too. Okay, so these patch notes are on the test server. They were deployed to the test server last week, June 23rd. Um, I haven't actually played it, but I don't really see a need to. Uh, there's only a few things that have been changed. So primarily, Malusi receives a pretty significant nerf. Uh, they lowered the penalty zone on her web webs by 33%. So it's... <laughs> It's down from, uh, max, max range radius is from six meters to four meters. And so in that four meter range is when you start triggering the alarm. And then the slow penalty radius was reduced from three meters to two meters. So is this right? Am I understanding this correctly? Right. Like the yep. first case okay. yep. So when you hit that four meter barrier, that's when it starts the sound. Once you get into the two meter barrier, it starts to slow, which means you can now close that distance to the actual gadget to melee it much, much faster because you're only slowed for two meters instead
1: of three. Which really is um, only one, because you can probably reach it once you're within a meter range. Sure. Like melee range is probably that.
0: Sure. And and also they're alerted to your presence much later. So like you have a much mm-hmm. better chance of just kind of rushing in and destroying it. They're gonna know you're there once you've done it, but you can probably get by like smashing the thing if nobody's looking at you, right? You can get right. by smashing the thing and being ready to fight by the time somebody reacts to it, which is uh a big nerf, I feel like.
1: Yeah, it's good. I think what it's going to do is it's going to make the the webs instead of being like the alarm that someone's in a certain spot, it's going to be like, I want them to be slowed down at this spot where I have the angle. Mm-hmm. So that it just makes those pixel angles, you, they stay in that pixel angle for a longer period of time. Um, people complained, though, that this nerf didn't happen before it came to the test, before it came to the live server. Mm-hmm. I I I I really just wish they would show us the like the pick and ban rates and the win rate the bend delta of the new operators like before they I just wish that was a I wish that was a chart that was just updated on a daily basis that you could just always go and look at every that single day would be really cool I like, could just be live <laughs> like I'm mean, it's live for them I'm sure at any point they can just look at it you know what I mean yeah um but I just wonder like I, for me at least and we didn't play a whole ton this week we played a lot of house but I. I I guess I, I'm just not annoyed by her, I guess is my thing. Like, it's not a line, it's not a jackal that I'm like annoyed at the fact that she exists, that she's in the game. I've never had a, chance, a time where I'm like, oh, well, Malusi's super OP. That's why she's winning. It's like, no, I haven't had that problem. Yeah. Um, I, I think mean, she's, she's powerful, good. but yeah, I think, I think she's fine. really good. I think it's fine to have someone that's really good. I, like, and I don't know if she was really OP enough to be upset that she came to the live version how she was
0: yeah um yeah again like we've pretty much only played house with her we've we've definitely played a few rounds on other maps but for the most part it's been house uh but still like and and house is such a small map that you can cover like all the primary like entry points right or like like all the kind of the high traffic zones you could cover with the Malusi gadgets without a problem Mm -hmm. yeah so like i feel like you would run into it even more on house than maybe on ranked maps uh and it's it's fine like you something you have to work around but like it's it's like not i mean it's it's not freaking glass pushing through smoke right right um but also that said i'm also not mad at this nerf i think this nerf is totally fine um probably brings her closer in power to most other operators so yeah
1: i, but, yeah, I mean it's fine i just i don't understand the frustration of not having the if... I don't know. It's like when they nerfed Kaid too early.
2: Why did they nerf Why didn't wait? Yeah. Um, it's fine. Yeah, it's anyway. kind of
0: just a shrug of the shoulders for me. I'm just like, okay, cool.
1: Yeah. The next thing is uh, Ace. Well, also with Malusi, did we already say they lowered the sound of the Banshee effect? No, we
0: didn't. Um, tell me what you think this means.
1: I think it means that when you're pushing it, it's it's disorienting to like your headphones. Yeah. And so so when
2: the okay. sound.
0: That's what I thought. It's just not like super clear the way they stated it. But so what yeah. it means is if you're the guy being affected by the banshee, the sound has been lowered, but the 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 ambient sound if you're a defender hearing the gadget has it's not same. been lowered.
1: Yeah. Which is good because I, I do feel like sometimes it was kind of like disorienting. Which yeah. it's supposed to be though. I this is this is a part of the thing I just don't understand, which where people like complain like, Oh, I can't hear when this happens, or like my sensitivity's messed up when this happens. Like, yeah, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be like that. It's a feature, It's not supposed advice. to be a debilitating thing. Anyway, next thing, uh, Ace and Hibana, the explosion damage from Hibana's X-Kairos and Ace's Selma can no longer pass the reinforced walls and destroy fragile gadgets on the other side of the reinforced wall by placing the charges on the floor. So what people would do is they put like a Selma charge on the floor next to a reinforced wall or an Ex kairos on the floor next to a reinforced wall and it would destroy like a, an ADS on the other side of the wall or a Mute Jammer, well, I guess Mute Jammer well, it would work for the Selma uh, bandit battery on the other side of the wall. The, something that wasn't intended, um, right? They, they don't say that they it, didn't. They change it to at one point where if you put like a charge on a reinforced wall, it like, could break a hatch next to the reinforced wall, or like if you put.
2: Yeah, I feel like I the... think you can
1: still do that with thermite, though. Like if you if there's a, they may have changed this recently. But as of last season, I believe, maybe the season before that, if you were Thermite and let's say like Chalet's kitchen hatch was reinforced and they had a Kaid on it, you could put the Thermite charge next to the hatch and it would still break the hatch even though there was a Kaid on it, even though there was an electric claw there. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know, I don't if, know if that's that the case, or not.
0: But... Yeah. I actually kind of like that. I think that's like a clever strategy, you know? like Yeah. And I, well, I especially for like
1: Thermite. I think Thermite is the hard breach of choice and should be right. for specific right. reasons.
0: Well and the difference here is that the damage of the um of the hard breaching device was going through going a, reinforced through a reinforced wall, wall that it didn't destroy. Yeah. Right. Uh so like that's problematic. Yeah. Versus uh one that basically is destroying a soft wall or I guess just a nearby wall and then also destroying the reinforced, the reinforced patch. Wall. Mm-hmm. um so anyway that's that. There's a bunch of bug fixes here. I didn't really see anything
1: that was worth talking about uh one of the ones the the very first one level design um it just says operators can prone on small ledges and surfaces allowing them to access areas that are not intended to be accessible (laughs) sorry coconut (laughs) bra so (laughs) literally kid you not and on every single map so they made this change where you could prone on like really really small ledges that like you would never be able to stand on but when you prone for some reason you were able to be on it like just Uh fine And so, obviously, people started sending videos to Coconut Bra and Coconut Bra started doing some exploring and found a bunch of places on pretty much every single map where you could, like, prone on the ledge and, like, drop down to, like, another ledge and get in places that were just insane. One of the craziest ones on Canal, on the control center, you had those, like, three smaller windows, like, where all the control panels are and stuff and computers Mm -hmm. are. And Mm -hmm. you can't repel there or anything. It's, like, a safe area. But if you were to prone, you can, like, fall from the top and, like, get on one of the ledges there. And you were prone on those windows. And so it was a super OP spot, obviously not intended. Yeah. And so they changed that.
0: You know what's so funny about like Coconut Bra's like YouTube channel business model is that it just depends on these like little exploits that they're found in the game. So the Mm -hmm. second that it's found out, he has to go and put out a video like immediately. Yeah. To like make, hey, while the sun shines, right? Because if they have it fixed within a couple of days, then he makes it, does a bunch of work trying to make a video and yep. like doesn't finish it in time and it's it's uh it's obsolete by the time it comes out so like, yep. <laughs> like i totally respect the the hard work that he has to put into that i think it, he makes the game worse to be honest
1: <laughs> but like i respect the uh the capitalistic nature of it i will say i hate when i get killed from some uh, one of some of the just the weirdest angles that people find like these dumb spawn peaks and it's like you're just that's just not the way siege was ever meant to be and the the problem, the reason why all this works is because one-shot headshots is a thing, but we'll talk about that when uh, that Discord discourse goes out.
0: Uh, Before, I mean, just I guess getting into it early, yes and no, because like, sure, like getting one-shot headshot by one of those silly things sucks, but also you could just get body shot three times. You know, if you just, like, it's just a place you don't normally look. Yeah. Um, Also, one more thing that I actually did see on here is uh, they fixed the hitbox in Malusi's banshees so the, the hitbox was too big uh for the model and so hmm. that also has been fixed on this test server nice so okay uh should we move on to the issues and concerns log pose let us go okay. there okay uh i was actually surprised how much was new here because often we see this thing quote-unquote updated and there's not really anything new
1: yeah it's all the same but... uh
2: but there's new stuff here yeah
1: um are we starting with the, the just the top? Yeah. As most people do down. when they read something. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> top yeah. issues, new sound packaging system. So this is now, the target is next season, why use year five, season three. Their priority on the front is to first repackage the way sounds are stored and connected to the game. They have a limited ability to fix specific issues, and this improvement should make it easier for them to work on the audio aspect of the game. So basically, they are going to, they're reworking how sound is put together in their code, I guess. And then from now on, it'll be easier for them to fix issues with sound instead of working with another system.
0: Yeah. This is always good. As somebody who has done a fair amount of uh, software development, it like you end up with these legacy systems that like just were never intended to be used the way you're using them five years down the road. And then it becomes very difficult to fix things. That's where they are with the sound system. It sounds like, Um, I think also like with the gadget system, right. They've talked about all these, changes they made to that so yeah it's always a huge relief when you have the time or make the time to go in and kind of refactor the whole thing now that you understand what you need better than you did when you started building it right
1: um example of this which is stupid and completely irrelevant to the podcast but Tell a lot me. of restaurants and mine in particular has a very old system for putting food into the system and having it go to the kitchen and, and whatnot and people to pay right it was mm-hmm. designed on windows xp and still runs on windows xp but now they've introduced ipads into the system and so this ipad is trying to connect to this really old program designed for windows yeah. xp and yep, it just yep. it doesn't work well at all and they they know that that's the problem but they in order to fix it they have to go back and redesign the original program. their right. Right, and that takes a lot of time that now they don't have because coronavirus happened.
0: Yeah, well, that's, it's funny. Like that's what you see. Like especially you look at like hardware stores and stuff. Uh, they'll have like really, really old systems that are running on like, uh, like, um, what do you call it? Like DOS operating systems and everything. Oh, yeah. Right, and it's like it's it, You look at it, you're like, that's so outdated. But like, why would they change it if it works and they already have it implemented at ten thousand stores? Right. Yep. yep. Um. So. Uh, but yeah, when you have a system that's legacy and doesn't really work the right way, it's always nice to be able to fix it. So glad to see they're doing that. They talk about DDoS on consoles, nothing specific, just we're still working on it. That's, that's something I really like about this this blog post is that it literally is the top issues and community concerns. It's not necessarily like a roadmap. So like, it's almost just mm-hmm. like they're able to just say like, hey, we're aware, right? And like, like, maybe we don't have any specific details for
1: you, but just so you know, we are aware. The one thing that they don't seem to be aware of, and what should be the toppest issue and toppest community concern, is custom games. Custom games, games. one hundred thousand percent. Yep. I yeah, we're not talking about that anymore. But top of my wish list. Yeah. Uh, they talk about cheating and hacking a little bit. It's the same as it was before. That hasn't changed yet. Um, profile panel and reporting. Additional context and explanations will be added to the in-game reporting panel. Okay. In an effort to effectively address the situation, having more accurate player reports will facilitate information gathering on our end. So, you remember when you would click on someone's name, there was like five options. There was like abusive voice chat, abusive text chat, uh, cheating, griefing, and toxic behavior or something. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like they're bringing a bunch of those back. Oh, are those not there anymore? No, well, they've narrowed it down. I do not realize that, um. But like, especially on your team, you you only have a couple of options.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Additional context and explanations will be added.
1: Yeah, that's good. Um, maybe maybe this won't be like Microsoft, where when you report someone, Okay, you have I was to, just like, going to say that <laughs> you have to go to like uh to report someone for griefing in game, you have to like report, and then you have to skip past this whole sexual harassment and homophobic and racial slur thing, and do like other and then there's like finally cheating or griefing
0: okay well no here's here's how it works i've done this several times since i've been playing on siege or on console it's very stupid so they so you go to like report a player and like all the options are like for non-game related things like uh, harassment uh like sexual abuse self-harm like all that kind of stuff right and it's like there's like Ton, like it's like very specific with each of those things it's like it's not like one broad thing that's like oh harassment and then you go into it and then you choose like sexual harassment or whatever it's like all the different kinds of harassment are kind of listed out right and it's like it's it's like really explicit and then there's like finally at the bottom and there's like cheating or something or like or like uh what does it say like uh, poor poor sportsmanship or something like yeah, that sportsman like conduct yeah i conduct and then you choose that one and then it gives you all the options of, oh, was it self-harm? Was it like racism? It's like, no, I'm just trying to report that they're cheating in the game or that they're team killing, right? Like yeah. this should be like the top thing. This, obviously it's not like as serious as the other things, but also it seems like it would be far more common. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, and so you have to go through all these things again and they don't just have like team killing as an option to report. It's either cheating or it's one of these like harassment things or it's other <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is weird because on xbox 360 they had all the options that w- you would expect to go with in-game reporting so uh, i don't know random complaint but xbox what are you doing nobody knows okay uh gameplay topics balancing they're just saying the same things they already said about malusia and hibana uh they talk about destroying props which is the same thing sensitivity for cool. zoom level this is cool yeah. yeah we're adding the possibility to set a specific sensitivity for each zoom level or site. So that's uh, target year five, season three, which will be next season. And so now for ACOG, you'll be able to have a separate uh, sensitivity than for ADS on a red dot, for example.
1: What are the chances you actually mess with it?
0: Uh, I'll probably mess with it more than I should. and throw myself off.
1: Uh, I think I'm just not going to touch it at all, to be honest. I I think think that's what I'll try to do. Because it's hard because like you would think with with the ACOG, you want a slower sensitivity or a. Lower sensitivity so that you can like make better adjustments, right? Right. But at the same time, it's like if someone comes up next to you, you cannot move to get to them, right? And so it's just, it's hard. It's almost, it's like the best solution really is just to have a DPI switch on your mouse. <laughs> but even like, I don't know.
2: Well, the, the, like,
1: I think the problem with Siege is like it, you have an ACOG site that's really designed for like longer engagements, like the type of I'm on the treehouse of house and I'm looking all the right. way down to bathroom hallway, right? Or bathroom. And, but you're pushing into a house at the same time where there could be someone like two feet away from you, and the low sensitivity just is not going to help there.
0: Chances so. that we ever get a flip sight like in the game as like a as an attachment. Mm. I know glass is like kind of a flip sight. Um, yeah, glass is a
1: hundred percent that.
0: I but mean, I mean yeah, you're I stupid guess, if you but- ever switch it off. I mean, like, I guess it's it's you're just like if you're using the reflex sight on glass and you flip off your scope, then it's just a reflex sight, right? Like, it still has the sight on it.
1: Yeah, but you're down. You're missing like the his whole gadget. Yeah, that's true. Like you don't get your outlines or anything.
0: But if somebody just had like a,
1: um, a yeah, flip sight of, between that would be
0: hollow sick. And, and I would it would be cool. Uh, also, I'm afraid that when they introduce this. Like, they'll just do the classic Ubisoft thing of like resetting all the settings that have anything to do with it. Oh, you yes. know what I mean? Like, yes,
1: now <laughs> would be to a great time it. to go and take a screenshot of your sensitivity settings.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, because, boy, hopefully, it's a smooth implementation. Okay, there improved flash detection consistency. The, This rework intends to make flash detection more reliable. Enemies are often not affected by flashes due to objects and obstacles. We want to simulate the light ricochet with the environment to guarantee the effectiveness of flashbangs and other similar gadgets. This is targeted for year five, season four. This is gold
1: because I am very excited. Flashbangs, I just feel like never do anything. It's just so easy just to turn around. And this doesn't look like it's necessarily fixing that. It looks like, oh, I guess simulate light ricochet within the environment would fix turning around.
0: Right. Well, I mean, um, like, so even with like a Blitz though, like when I run them with Blitz a lot of times and I flash somebody and I know I got them, right? Like they're right, right in front of me. And and then like I like I, I like move out of the way and try to ADS and kill them and they just track me and kill me instantly. And I'm just like, Ooh, you're not flashed at all? And I look at the kill cam and of course he wasn't flashed yeah, at all, even no though he's looking right at me. And it's like, yeah. I don't know if it was blocked by a countertop or like a toaster or what, but like something was <laughs> in the way apparently. <laughs> Cup. And yeah, it'd be nice if that was more consistent
1: yeah uh, they they made flashbangs extremely strong one season it was like shortly after buck was released is there black ice or dust line one of those seasons they made them like super super strong and they were so nice because you just throw a flashbang in a room and you just go in the room and it was you'd kill a bunch of people because they're off yeah. blind it was great and then they obviously now it's someone throws a flashbang and you just face the wall for a second and a half and then you turn back around and you're fine which is a counter-strike thing which is dumb. I feel like flashbangs overall in video games have never
0: lived up to their potential. Yeah. I don't know. I like, cause like the problem is like, if you make them good, they're OP, right? Like there's, there's just right. no balance. Right. Um, yeah. I I feel like siege has enough counters to grenades like Jaeger, for example, and who I and all that stuff mm. that like, Hey, let's make flashbangs good, and just like give people one or two flashbangs instead of three. Make them good, and uh, if you want to counter it, you got to bring a Jaeger. You can't just expect to like turn around and, and face the wall, not be flashed. Yeah, right.
1: Or, or you can pick the best op in the game, Warden, and you're good. Yeah. So,
2: They'll probably also uh, buff uh, Ying. Uh, yeah, As well. yeah, which they've been. Like, really trying to do, which is good. Okay, uh, Um,
0: go with the next one.
1: Yeah, I don't know what this is vault detection code. We are currently looking at improving the vault detection code to make the action easier to perform and to be more reliable. Yeah, so I think just oh, 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 yeah, this whole time I'm thinking like a bank vault and I'm like, I don't, I'm thinking like a, like an actual bank vault with a code. I'm like, that doesn't exist in this game. (laughs) Okay, I'm understanding vaulting over things
0: uh yeah. i'm trying to re- is it on chalet coming up? yeah it is there's like that half height brick wall outside coming up to oh the... yeah and you can't vault over and, it yeah for some reason and like <laughs> i fall for it every time and <laughs> you can't vault it for some stupid reason yeah it's very dumb maybe that's been fixed because i don't feel like i've run into that recently maybe i just don't go there anymore but yeah I've, like i remember that run- just that being a problem every time i played that map
1: yeah, it's very um, annoying. But that is nice. Is good. There, are, there are a lot of times where I'm moving my mouse around, jamming the space bar, trying to mm-hmm. vault. And I can't yeah, it's inconsistent, especially in like like trying to get up on top of
0: like countertops and things like that. Yeah. Um it's always a little bit tricky. I'm worried that this is going to make it way easier to get into spots you're not supposed to be.
2: Um I mean definitely a possibility. Like coconut is gonna have a field day with the yeah. stuff. Likely. So, okay.
0: um, Top community topics, match cancellation. We've heard about improved notification and feedback for deactivated operators, diffuser planting detection improvements. Um, We haven't heard about this before. I'm not really, I like, I'm not really familiar with this problem, but they say that in year five, season four, they'll address the following issues. Diffuser plant prompt is sometimes missing when the player is on. site. I actually have seen that one before yes i've seen uh, that diffusers can be planted outside of the site when the player sits on the edge of the area so that is that basically just saying like you get on the edge of the site and you turn around and then you plant outside the that's
1: exactly what it is that's the uh, bank plant bank basement yeah. plant all the time
0: i don't i don't know if that's a problem do you feel like um, that's a problem
1: i i think it, it can put the diffuser in spot that it's not intended to be planted in that can give attackers a higher advantage than they should have
2: yeah i guess that's true yeah uh
0: and then players could drop the diffuser when attempting to plant which is probably related to the first one where yeah. the plant prop is missing um so that's good you know what happens to me a lot as i drop the diffuser when attempting to plant on the wrong site
1: yeah i was just gonna say some of that is user error <laughs> i'm trying to plant master bedroom of house and it's actually kids bedroom and pink room so
0: yeah that happens to me far more often than any of these glitches. <laughs> oh on, wait. Like, Why can't I plan? It's like,
1: it's, it's in the bombshell. We lost. We lost a ranked match at one point. This was we did two seasons ago. We were we were attacking clubhouse cash room when they were in clubhouse gym, and we're pushing cash room and they figured it out. They figured out that we didn't know the site was in a different spot, and we finally get in there with like thirty seconds left and we're like, wait, I, I can't plan. Why can't not I plan here? Like, this is not the site. Oh gosh! And then we told the other team like we we were attacking the wrong site and like yeah, we know.
0: <laughs> we were so stupid.
1: It was, it was the last round too. It
0: sucked, but it was funny. Um, they also talk about fixing the in-game notification system so you're not getting alerts for already read messages or outdated messages. So I guess that's cool.
1: No, oh, that, that that's nice.
0: Yeah, you're five, season three. Um, and-
1: rest of this is. From May 27th, last time we'd gone over this.
2: Yes, it is. So that's what's coming up.
1: In Rainbow Six Siege. The game that we like and the, the things that we don't like. And those are a lot of things that we don't like.
0: We don't like those things. All right, so let's do our Discord discourse. So again, just to explain, this is where we present a topic of discussion Uh, And then you guys in the Discord server, which you can find by searching Unrenowned Discord on Google, uh, discuss this topic over the week. And then on the next episode, we will talk about your feedback and talk about what we think and just kind of have a good community discussion that way. So, Chris, what was our Discord discourse topic for the last?
1: So this last week was about whether or not Doc or Rook should become a two speed, two armor um oh. and then a lot of people commented on that yeah um and this is this is the part where we talk about those comments i also actually really like that
0: i i just put like the question to you know start the discussion and people reacted with just check mark or uh, red circle with cross through what, what do you yeah, call it yeah i that? started that oh okay good uh but i like that like it's cancel, just like if you don't if you don't no. have anything yeah if you don't have anything like the no smoking symbol, if you don't have yeah. anything to say about it, like, but you do have an opinion on it, it's cool just to be able to instantly react. So thanks for doing that. Good job. Uh, which, by the way, the votes were five to six. Uh, six
1: say they should not become a two, two and five say they should. It's really it's really four, five, because I did one on each and I would actually say they should. So it's five, five. So und- undo your
0: thing. Oh, I see it. I need to see it. Proof. There it is. Five, five. It's a 5 5 tie, guys. Oh, wait, I didn't vote. Uh, I'm going to say no. You got to (laughs) be kidding me. (laughs) I left it at the same. So it's still, no, no, now it's six. No, that's what it was, right? It's five. Six. Six six, five in favor of no change. Ooh, now it's seven five. Seven four. Chris is just (laughs) changing scores as we go. Okay. um, Also, wait, I was going to ask if people have like a, a
1: suggestion for a Discord discourse topic, where should they submit those? Oh, if you have a suggestion for a Discord discourse topic, you should probably put that in podcast feedback and discussion and just tag Should they put it there or should they just Just DM us? Or just DM us. Yeah, one of the two. Maybe just DM so that we don't like spark the discussion ahead of
0: time. Yeah. Uh, No no guarantees that it will happen, right? We'll choose the ones that we like. But if you have a Discord discourse uh, suggestion, you can DM us in the Discord yes that okay. you can do so let's talk about should doc or rook become a 2-2 um should we start with our input or- yeah let's start with our
1: input and okay. then we'll go and read their input and agree such as degree okay so and i i, I wrote this in here i honestly just think everyone should just be a 2-2 in general like i think that the speed change in operators and the sound change in an operator the armor change is just it's hard sometimes yeah because sometimes you shoot at something like oh you should be dead but it's like well actually they take an extra shot because it was you know maestro or echo that echo that doesn't really look like he's a a three armor Um, yeah i wish i wish actually that they would redesign some of them when they change their speed
0: or whatever and like and some of them just don't look like they are what they are Mm -hmm. um i do kind of wish that they would they would like make them look like obviously like a redesign of an operator altogether is kind of problematic. Cause you've got hundreds of skins based on that shape. Right.
2: But well, our team gives something to do. Um, what was I saying? Uh, that everybody should be the same because yes. you should somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think,
1: and and then you're. I just don't think that an operator's speed or armor should be a reason to pick or not pick an operator. I think most of that should be based off of their gadget. In Do you general, have a drawer just, full of Reese's in your room. Yeah. Why? I have, well, I got more than that, right? I got. I got airheads. And He's, Reese's. He,
0: he literally has a dresser drawer full to the brim of Kenny. It's just been open behind him this whole time. And I just realized yeah. I'm just seeing a drawer full of Reese's candy. This is mm. my candy drawer. Okay, continue. I don't know how you're skinny. You should be fat. Mm. I don't know.
1: Anyway, um, I was saying, yeah, I just I think I think the reason to pick or not pick an operator should be completely based off of their gadget use. And obviously, I think their guns will come a little bit into it. But I think their gadget use should be like... Specifically, the reason for which you pick an operator. So, I think just making everyone a 2 2 would fix that problem. And it just, it just, it, the making Jaeger a 2 2 made a huge difference on playing against Jaegers. It's playing against those Call of Duty kids is the problem. You start playing against Call of Duty kids, all they're going to pick is a three speed operator just because they're three speed. And it's like, well, I don't know. It's not Siege. I
0: mean, it is Siege, but it's not what I want Siege to be. Um, well yeah and
1: if i don't want it to be like that then it's not Then <laughs> it's not I,
2: I mean i do
0: i like i like the differentiation like especially you look at somebody like like a maestro right or like like a rook for example and it's like they just feel like they should be a slow guy mm-hmm. um and like it feels like that is a a good balancing um tool uh you know compared to somebody like a frost it's like yeah i mean give frost a two two Compared to Maestro being the same speed, right? Yeah, I don't know. Um, so uh, yeah, like I guess just from the top, should Docker Rook become a two-two? Uh, I mean, some of my opinions here are going to be informed by what other people have said because I've already read it. But uh, I like, I think, I think Rook is a really, really good fit for a three armor because obviously he's a guy who drops extra armor. It seems like he should have mm-hmm. full armor. He's got the MP5 with the ACOG, like, uh, you know, ha- have him be slow, have him be a, just a hardcore anchor. I think he also, it makes him a really, um, uh, friendly op for new players. Um, you know, that he has a little bit more cushion and that because he's slow, you're kind of forced to play on site a little bit more and to not get too adventurous with it. So I think it's good for new players to have that kind of as, something like literally anchoring them to the site. Yeah. Um, so that's good. And now Doc, um, and I'm stealing from, from Six
1: Eyes here. Yeah, I just read his essay, and this is actually good. It's really good. Let's, let's just talk about what he said, and I, I'll just say I agree with it. Okay, so basically his whole point is that right now Ruck and Doc are basically the same exact thing right like with the exception of the fact they have a different primary gadget but like they look the same they feel the same they have the same guns they're played very similarly um part of the difference is that dock players will go and spawn peak all the time and then they'll use their stem pistol just to stem themselves and so it creates a a type of dock playing that's just it's a selfish Doc player, which is right not what Doc which, was like, intended to be.
0: Yeah, he was he was designed to be such a support player. Like like mm-hmm. all of the the GIGNs are designed to be support players. Um and so like Doc specifically, like it's obviously meant to be helping the rest of the team. Uh and because it wasn't compelling enough at launch, because at launch you couldn't boost yourself. You could stem yourself if you were down, but you couldn't like boost yourself or anything. And so and you couldn't heal. Right, you could only, yeah. you can only fix down players. Um, and so because of that, uh, it, it wasn't good enough, and so they went ahead and added these extra features to it, which I think is good, but it also kind of turned Doc into a very selfish, um, operator by some players.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so some of his 6 eyes suggestion is to make Doc a 2-2 and lose the ACOG, which would allow for Doc to actually be able to kind of roam the map and help his teammates by stimming them, and it would discourage mm-hmm. the spawn peaking because he doesn't have an ACOG anymore. So, right. it would create more of a, a team play for Doc, and then he says to keep Rook the same as he is now because he is just by nature an anchor that should mm-hmm. just be on site.
0: Yep. Uh, and I love this point he makes that it it kind of uh, funnels ACOG spawn peaking players toward Rook who provides a more consistent benefit to the overall team. So, mm-hmm. You know, even if you're just a spawn peaking player, it seems like you'd probably still at least drop your armor for the team. Um, and then you go do your spawn peaking thing, you've kind of done for the team what you can. Uh, and, you know, now we'll at least have armor if you go get yourself killed.
1: Right. I used to be a huge Doc main. That was that was before they made Doc um even able to heal himself or heal others. It was all just reviving. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know why I stopped playing Doc, but I stopped playing Doc.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think because uh, you started playing Valkyrie. Uh, that's true. That was, I think, what kind of switched you off Doc. And then as more defensive operator Echo came in, that kind of became a main. Um, so I think that's what happened. But
1: I do miss your Doc. Your Doc was clutch. Uh, but yeah, I would, I would like it a lot more if... There's two things that need to happen. Well, maybe mode? not... Yeah, that would be so fun. I would like it more I would like Doc to lose the ACOG and to have only a holographic site or i mean any one type sight, site or whatever it is, and then for him to be a two two. And so that way you could you could really play that like I'm gonna back up my teammate for when he's about to get down in two seconds and then I can cover him and I can still get back to sight and I'm not super super loud as I'm running over there. Um and the other thing that needs to happen for Doc is the game needs to stop telling people that you injured somebody. Yes. Like, if you kill someone, fine, whatever, you can be notified. But the fact that you injured someone, like, do a wall or something, and then just know, like, oh, and now I know, just aim lower, and they're right there on the ground. Like, they're injured. It's a free kill. Yeah. Going and get it. It's like, I don't know. That shouldn't be. It shouldn't yeah, that, be. That's, you know. that's
0: information that shouldn't be conveyed, I feel like. Yep. Um, I also liked what Will said. Toronto Will says, I think they should mm-hmm. make everyone who's a three-speed a two-speed because three-speeds exploit peekers advantage too easily to be unbeatable swinging around corners, but that, uh, but the one and two-speed tiers should be kept. It's a meaningful trade-off that is useful for balancing operators. Upgrading Warden to a two-speed made him noticeably more nimble and fun to play. Maestro's a two-speed would be a terror. Probably the same for re- reworked Tachanka. One-speeds have less mobility and also have louder footsteps, which pretty much forces anchor play. And I think that's fine. It plays into the team aspect of Siege that each operator contributes in a different way. Um, yeah, I kind of like the idea of just two, just two, right? You're either heavy yeah. armor or light yep. armor. And, you know, so that means you're either fast or slow. And then it comes with two different versions of how much noise you make. And there's just, there's less there. And it would be, be much more obvious, I think, whether this operator should be a three speed or it should be, should be a heavy armor or a light armor, right? Yeah. As
1: opposed to, should it be one, two or three? Um. Yeah. No. I actually. I love this idea because, it, I. 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 I just hate the three-speed armor operators. I just don't like that. It's really they're a fun thing. To play. Just they're fun to play. Um. But I think it just gives too much an advantage that just shouldn't be. I just. I feel like it shouldn't be in the game. But
2: right. And 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 again,
0: this comes back to the one-shot headshot thing, right? Where like it really if does. There weren't one-shot headshots. Then suddenly that armor becomes much more. Um. Compelling Apparent and yeah, like it's much more interesting to have extra armor. But like when everybody dies in one shot if you hit the head, then like who cares if I'm sacrificing an extra body shot
1: uh by taking ash? You know, right. Um. Anyway, yeah, I I actually agree with Toronto. Well, I would be totally frightened them to them to make it just fast or heavier light armor, and that's either faster or slower. And obviously, a lot of he makes a good point with like yeah, my show two speed is kind of scary like a roaming maestro with an alda that's right something that we wouldn't want right i
0: mean mean, if you just think about it in terms of like okay maestro now moves as fast as warden right like well suddenly doesn't warden become a lot less compelling like and obviously they're not they don't cover the same actually in some ways they actually do cover the kind of the same uh, um function right but like but just apart from that, it's just like suddenly, if if Maestro is just as fast and quiet as Warden is, then who's really choosing Warden? Who's choosing Warden anyway? But right, <laughs> uh, just
1: hello, just hello. Correct. Um. Yeah, I I agree with that. I, I ACOG's just I don't know. Maybe that will be a Discord. Yeah, that, that'll be that'll be another plot.
2: one coming up. So okay, I think
0: that uh, covers it, right? So our next. Topic for Discord Discourse will be one shot headshots. Should they be in the game? Should they not be in the game? I know it's a Pengu that's that's really big on this.
1: Yeah, it King doesn't... George or not King George, uh, get flanked has also come out to be a proponent of removing one shot headshots or at least testing shot it. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, and, and that's the thing with like with a huge change like one shot headshots being removed. Like, I would just love to have just introduce an event that is no one shot oh, headshots, and let's just see what it's yes. like, right? Yep, um. It'd be really cool if they did an event that, like, instead of like focusing so much on the map, because like that seems like the map is always a huge thing. Like, focus more mm-hmm. on the game mode. Uh, what? What did the?
1: I mean, I'm Golden Gun was kind of.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Was the Golden Gun just on a regular? Yeah, it's regular
1: organ.
2: Yeah. Okay,
0: but was it new organ?
1: Yeah, it was like the current organ that was in the game.
0: Um, uh, like, time. was it? Yeah, yeah. Was it when organ was like freshly new
1: though? i think so yeah it was yeah so
0: in some ways it was Uh, kind of no i don't i don't remember i can't remember it but yeah i would love if they're just like hey we're playing with game settings more than like than changing up the map like and just just give us a three map rotation with no one shot headshots and like ranked rules and let's just see what it's like
1: you know yeah I, i i would love just for them to test that like i would really love it so that what would, be, would you have the uh, headshot multiplier be? See, I don't know. I, I think like a 1.6, like a 1.5, like that's a good multiplier, like a really good. Multi- that's a two shot kill, no matter what. Right. Pretty much. Let's see if your gun has right. 33 damage, 30 damage, I guess that would be a three shot kill, but. I to mean, if you're looking way, at some of the pistols,
0: enough. some of the pistols are like twenties, right. Or 17 or something like that, even. Yeah. Um, so, which is fine because they're pistols. Uh, Oh, I mean, what else? Uh, like, what are kind of, I guess some of the main guns are like maybe around twenty six. Isn't the UMP like twenty six, twenty
2: five? Um, I think the UMP is actually higher. Is it really? I think the UMP is actually really high. Um, let's check. You guys get to hear us searching now. Thirty eight.
0: Oh, it's thirty eight. Why do I think that was so low?
1: right because you think the gun sucks because the does fire suck. it so low.
0: it does suck <laughs> uh okay but anyway but there are some primaries that are like 27 or something right
1: yeah there are um so smgs but yeah like so i guess that would it would still be a three-shot kill yeah all of the head um i don't know maybe 1.75 i i think headshot should be a two-shot kill most of the time unless you're a dmr maybe it's hard coding is what it needs to be it's just a hard-coded like these guns will one-shot headshot 100 percent of the time like they did with cali where as long as you hit the chest like it's going to down you no matter what yeah it doesn't matter how far she is nothing matters yeah um and maybe that's just how it needs to be it needs to be like assault rifles are you know, two shot kill to the head. SMGs are three, or DMRs are always one shot kill to the head. Unless it goes through something, then it's. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: Um, off topic. I just want to say, buffed Kali is way better. Oh yeah, like uh, actually, yes. If nothing else, just because, like, I feel like I can choose her without feeling like, if you know, if we get down in players, then I, like I'm kind of just a sacrifice at that point. right? It's like we're starting the round four and a half to five instead of five Mm -hmm. or five. Uh, But just like I had a couple rounds and granted this is casual, but I had a couple rounds on house where I was just on the tree house and was able to pick up like two or three guys down that hallway as they tried to cross, you know, as our teams making a coordinated push from one side of the map. And so just like that, I'm able to choose her and then like if stuff goes wrong and we're losing that fight, I can come in and have a a semi-decent weapon. Um, It makes her way better. And I love you,
1: Kelly. Yeah, having that secondary SPSMG 9 or whatever the heck it's called. Yeah, I think I got that right. Yeah, I think you're good. Um, It's just a good gun. It's like actually a good secondary pistol, the best in the game. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's very nice to have, like you're saying, just a steady backup gun that you don't feel like you're at a huge disadvantage because you're using it. Yeah, that was a great idea for buffing Kali. Yep, so we'll see what that actually does with her, but. And then just having that and combined, like I really haven't played her since they had buffed her recoil kick and the um, fire speed. Like I really haven't played her that much since then. And so playing her now, I'm like, wow, she's way better because this is the first time I played her since she's been buffed at all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we might have already too. Oh, yeah. Maru's buff is great. It's actually really good. I I would recommend if you're playing ranked just one of the rounds on attacking choose a Mario and go through a random window and get there as fast as you can. Because mm-hmm. especially like Chalet, when they're in the kitchen and trophy, if you can get to that other trophy window that nobody guards because you can't get there any other way, like just on one of the rounds, just do that. You're going to surprise them and get a couple of kills. And it may not work at the other rounds, but you can at least get one round. I was just playing Chalet just now. It was, it was casual. But two rounds in a row, I got a 4K on one round and a 3K on the other round because I just got, I literally went right into sight in the master bedroom like nice. at the very beginning. And I surprised a Capkin while he was putting up a trap. <laughs>
3: <laughs> did you, kick, though, oh, did you kick, kill
1: him? No, no, no. I, I shot him in the head. I went to the okay. master bedroom window and he was putting one on like the master bedroom door of chalet by the stairs. Yeah. And yeah. So he was, he was down there working, tinkering with the trap. And I said, "Oh, dude, that sucks. Poor Capkin. He is like, it takes so long to get all his traps down, especially if you are interrupted by drones and stuff. And especially if you don't know like where you're going to put them at the first yeah, place. Trying like, to figure it out.
0: Like, as you I go. feel like that's
1: the same with a lot of operators. If you just don't, have he a Has plan five plan in things. mind. He does have five. He does. He has uh, five. And, and he
0: has to and he has to like run around the map to do it, right? It's not like, okay, where in the objective am I gonna put my two ADS's or whatever? Two? All right. Three. he have two still has three. Yes, three. Um what else was I gonna say? Uh I don't worry Oh, about Amaru. Um I would also recommend like if you can take the first couple of attack rounds to like set the pace of like, you know, a slow methodical play pace. And then on the third attack round is like suddenly a quick rush with Amaro. So you kind of lull yeah. them into this like, oh, we've got 15, 20, 30 seconds before we start having any action. Right. Uh, that's that's always a good way to go.
1: It Yeah, it's either that or the, you have to either do it on the first or the third because you do it like because of that reason right so like either you do it on the first and you surprise them now every single round they're like trying to watch this rush that's just not going to happen again mm-hmm. or you do it on the third after you've already like set them up for a slow like an actual like logical and like thought out <laughs> process of reaching
3: <laughs>
0: methodical
1: <and then clears throat> methodical yeah um what was i gonna say but the problem they're doing it on the third one is like if you're down if you'd already lost two attack rounds or you even lost one, you really like, do you want to try an Amaru rush on the last attack round? Like maybe not. Like you may not want to. Yeah.
0: It depends. Well, I mean, if you've already lost two, then at that point it's like, okay, well let's see if we can win one. Like, let's see if I can pull something out. Right. Yeah, sure. This is my strategy on rocket league with kickoffs. Um, so (laughs) with, with kickoffs, if we get, I I think my threshold is like three. So if we're up three or down three, either way, Uh, So like, normally I kick if I'm the back player. I'll stay like in goal and protect just in case there's something crazy happens on kickoff, which happens way more often than you think. Um, But if we're up three or down three, I'll always push like super aggressive because it's like, if we can just get a fourth goal right now, like there's a good chance they just forfeit and leave. Or if, if like, if we're down, if we can just score one real quick, then, Hey, we're back in the game at three, one as opposed to three zero with two and a half minutes left. Yeah. Ryan never
1: tells me about this. I didn't no, know not. he had a, this is my a thought-out process of, oh, it's either up through or down through that. I do this. it just randomly, every once in a while. I'm like, why, why did you go?
0: You went too? We're both going? Okay. All right. So this is still a Siege podcast, I believe.
1: <laughs> yeah. We, this is where we talk about Siege, we like about Siege, we don't like about Siege.
0: Let's move on to Whoa. listener questions. Okay, it is time for listener questions. If you have a question for us on the podcast, it can be siege-related, it can be non-siege-related, it could be a silly game. Like somebody had us try to recite from memory all the names uh, yeah.
1: of the seasons <laughs> in order. That was fun. <laughs> who was that? Was that? Do you remember? I don't remember who that was. I remember Record needle gave us an answer key. Yes, he did. Uh, and that was
0: fun and difficult. So I, like, yeah, and he, it was uh, Schmidstein. <laughs> ah, <recommend>. So, props to Smithson. If you have any good um little games or anything like that, basically the rule is anything that makes the show better is a candidate for podcast questions. So, in our Discord, which you can find by Googling unrenowned Discord, you can ask your questions in the podcast question channel. Everybody is welcome to join and ask questions. If you get six questions read out on the podcast, you earn a special Discord role called Podcast Questionnaire. Let's get you I am, into. I am
1: updating those today, so.
0: Ooh, good. So some more people are probably getting their questionnaire role. They sure are. Uh, if you get that role, you get into a private channel only for questionnaires, where you guys can either just hang out together, or you can send in audio questions. So you can record a question on your computer or mobile device and share it to that channel, and we will, if it's a good one, we will play your question on the podcast, and you'll be able to hear your own little voice. On the your podcast, your own little voice. Little voice. Specifically little. Specifically. Uh, so join the Discord. As long as you're joining and following things, follow us on Twitch and YouTube. I am RyGuy, W-R-Y-G-U-Y. And I am just slow with three O's on the same platforms. Yeah, and follow us on Twitter at R6Unrenowned. Uh we actually are tweeting fairly consistently now, so it's worth following.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> you know it is it's i mean it's always worth a follow if you're ever going to get chris's input on anything it's worth uh looking into
0: this is a thing that is not true
2: no no no. but chris's
0: tweets from the at r6 unrenowned account are worth looking into okay our first question for this week comes from our discord member named don't take jaeger or itk His question is, what do you understand about the difficulty ratings of the operators? I don't remember any ratings, but do you think any of the ratings are a bit extreme, like an easy
2: operator to play, but Ubisoft rated it at a three difficulty? I Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hard to talk about these
1: ratings because it doesn't make sense like that's yes. that's all I can say is I don't understand anything about the difficulty ratings, yeah, so like, when
0: they were first introduced, we talked about this, and I think we talked about it a few more times since it's just like there's no consistency between the ratings. there doesn't seem to be any criteria that's being followed uh right. like it seems totally arbitrary, so like I don't really understand what they're rating. Are they rating how hard it is to do well with the operator, are they rating how complicated the operator is? Are they rating um, how hard it is for a new player to pick it up? Like, it, there doesn't seem to be any like whatever criteria you come up with in your head, it doesn't seem to like follow from operator to operator. Um, I'm trying to think of some good examples. Like, I think Warden is rated as like a a three a difficulty. I can't uh, I, remember. Yeah, I can't remember, and I don't have it. it. Like, where can you see this even if you don't have uh, the game open?
1: I was going to say the game.
0: Um, I think it's on their website where they have the operators. I'm going to try to pull that up. Um, I wish I could remember specific examples now. Like some, like I think blitz has rated. It's like super hard.
2: And I think it's, it's like actually rated super easily.
0: Oh, is that? Uh, well, see, now I don't know operators. Okay. Let's see. Oryx. Here we go. Oryx is not on here. They don't have the difficulties on the website.
2: So, oh, yeah, they have it for Blitz. Hang on, maybe I just missed it for Oryx. So Blitz is a three difficulty according to them,
0: which uh in... like hardest. Yeah. yeah, they don't. Oh, that interesting. They don't have it for Oryx on here, but they did have it for Blitz.
1: Oh, okay, uh, check. Let me see. Um, who's a who's an operator that should be Rook? Go check Rook. Well, I think they have Rook, right?
0: Yeah, they should have Rook. Uh, Rook's-
1: Ryan I mean, Rook was easy to get right. What is this
0: ordering? Check someone ordering, like an echo.
1: Yeah. Oh here, here, Rook I can is one. Okay, Finca's a one difficulty, Maverick two, Habana a one difficulty, she should be at least two, Capitao yeah. two, Blackbeard one difficulty, Buck one, IQ three difficulty, Bliss three difficulty, fuse one, sledge one, thatcher one, one, so one, ash two, thermite one, twitch two, mine three.
0: Ash two? What is complicated about ash?
2: I don't, I don't understand.
0: Know. How is Ash more complicated than Sludge? Yeah, well, I don't Fused. know. Like Fuse, you're very likely to get team kills if you're if you're not careful, right? Right.
1: I, uh, like. I don't know. I what, what's Givare? They don't make sense. I don't know. It's not in front three. of me. Givare's three. Uh, which uh, is accurate? Which sounds Ace, right, Ace right? was the one. Which I will say. The thing is with the hard creatures, like I don't think you can really say that they're super easy because you and i don't know if they take into account like bandit tricking and stuff but they're not just like throw it on something and watch it explode you know what i mean like there's way more to it
0: well that's kind of the other thing too is like maybe thermite and in casual or in the like in the new players playlist thermite is a one but is he's a one right yeah but like in uh in high level ranked play thermite becomes a three right so it's like you can't really uh, like they they never really explained like who these obviously it's for new players, right? Because experienced right. players have no need for a difficulty rating, and it doesn't really pertain to them. So obviously it's for new players, I guess. But they don't explain what their criteria is, which makes it all kind of arbitrary and pointless. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's my answer on that.
1: Is the difficulty ratings mean nothing. And Just, yeah, don't, don't look at them and think it makes sense. Because it doesn't, and I don't know if it's supposed to. But our next question comes from small boy <laughs> he says do you think pings could be added to the compass sometimes i can't see a, a ping but i hear it and end up leaving speak to look around for it it would be quite helpful in my opinion what do you think um pings do show up on the compass
0: yeah okay that's what i thought <laughs> that's what i knew and so i just <laughs> wanted to bring this up to say they are on the compass um i'm not sure wait what wait do red pings show up on the compass i think he's talking about operator
1: um, spots i can find out right now give me three seconds are you gonna join a casual i am in a casual i'm playing siege right now right
0: are you you kidding me (laughs) (laughs)
1: Ah, i'm not kidding red pings don't show up on the comp on the compass
2: oh my goodness can you believe this guys but has it have you guys even noticed i've been playing siege this whole time Have you? Yeah. <laughs> I just got killed by a vigil sitting on top of the cabinet. Anyway. Well, now
0: I want to go back and, and listen and see how distracted you really were that I was not compensating
3: enough. for. Not okay. Uh,
1: yeah, red pings don't. I guess that's what red small pings boys. So if that's what you're talking about, yeah, red pings don't. And which it seems like they should. If, if you're yeah, going to have not? the yellow ping, why? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think they probably should. Because a lot of times, like, you get spots and. Y- y- uh like especially like when people like run out of the building you know when it's operator detected outside um that a lot of times I'm like oh where are they you know you're like yeah that should just show on your compass it should it
2: so should that have would be really
0: nice um also here's a complaint i have about pinging pinging is not a um substitute for callouts right like <laughs> It's not. And, and I do this too. Sometimes sometimes you can't get the call out. You can't remember like what the room is or something, or it like you, you just can't get it get to it fast enough in your brain. Um but like sometimes somebody like will will ping something on a camera and I'll be like, where is he? And they'll be like on ping. And it's like, well, I know he's on the ping, obviously. Like that's what a red ping means, but I want to know where that <laughs> ping is because like I'm coming out to peek a hallway, and I I'd like to know, like, is he in the hallway or is he in the the wall behind the hallway, you're right? You know, like it, it's just nice to know, like get a specific location of where he is. Um, so
1: I, I do that all the time. I always say he's on ping, like oh, he's on ping, on ping, and people are like, "Well, where?" I'm like, uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I in know. some
0: situations, it's <laughs> it's like it's useful,
1: but like, it, I guess I'm just saying, like, use your callouts, people, because no, yeah, you you should, and don't don't be upset when you're playing casual and someone says a callout would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> because I literally I got kicked earlier today from a casual game because I literally said we were playing Clubhouse and I was like on gym side and nobody said that they had breached into the construction and we're just going through construction into site like I we were playing cash and I thought they had just gone through the cash reinforcement and they planted there and so like okay well I'm starting to push through construction they had breached that and they're just holding construction waiting for me and they had breached into the actual cash room and so I just had guys a call out about them being in construction would be nice like just anything and they said if you want call outs go to ranked do you want to get kicked? And I said,
2: sure, dude, you can kick me. I don't care. Like (laughs) whatever, dude. And then I got kicked. So (laughs) I, yeah, it just, it's dumb. If like, I don't know. I don't
0: know. Anyway, everybody has like a different distinction between what casual and what ranked is. And like, for some people, it seems to be that casual means you're just like, just bumbling around like an idiot. Where yeah, to which, me, it just means that like I'm not I'm, as upset if I lose. Yeah, I'm, I'm still playing
1: the game to win and yeah, I'm, I'm still, still going to try. Game.
0: And, and but, also, like, I might try sillier strats or whatever. Or, like, I might not pick operators that are right. more guaranteed to win, but like, I'm
1: still my objective is the same regardless. <laughs> like, yeah, when, when you play any game whatsoever, the game is no matter what in life, uh, you play to win, right? Like, there's always a winner and a loser in the game, and your goal is to win.
0: Yeah, people definitely have different perspectives on how to uh obtain fun
1: out of games. And for and it's me not it's all like, like about playing to win. Yeah. And it's not it's not like I was McMahd, like, I was like, oh it's not like I was yelling at him. It's was like, guys, hey, a call out would have been nice. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I'm with You, you No, know, they should have called out. Okay, Faith Defender seventeen asks, Do you think Ubisoft should make Kaed or Mira a two two? I always thought at least Kaed should to make him more appealing as a Banda alternative. So Mira, I'll say definitely not. Mira is like really good and she has a great gun and like her utility is great. She gets a lot of intel. I think she absolutely should be a three armor. It's also kind of more useful to be a three armor as Mira because you're, you know, you're strafing those soft walls a lot. So like you might take a lot of penetration damage. It's nice to have a little bit more cushion. Yeah,
1: Um, there's actually a lot of complaint right now going on about um, Mira not. Being nerfed because she's banned so much, and people don't understand why she isn't being nerfed i I honestly don't have a problem with her like I think she's just good, and that's why she's banned a lot, and I don't think she should be nerfed just because she's banned a lot
0: no yeah, I, I think she's fantastic think I think she's just she fine. Is. yeah yeah uh kaed though what do you think about kaed being a two two
1: I'd be fine with that i'd be I'd be two. fine with them like having a lot of these um three armor one speed operators becoming two 2s Mm-hmm. like i i understand keeping like the maestro mira is a good example of one that should be Tachanka should be rook should be like i think there should be fewer three armor operators yeah fuse fuse, fuse should no be longer be armor yeah he should, he be, a should be a two he's so freaking loud there's no chance you can ever get anything down if you're above them because they hear you stomping around up there and then you start putting your thing down you have the whole gunk 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 so after that whole entire time
2: it's and like half they the time had it kills you <laughs> yes now especially
1: now with like how they've changed it he he needs to be a two like i don't know they i mean are they i don't know he should be i think he should be a two
0: yeah i think he really should
1: um but yeah Kaid. I'm, i'd be down for Kaid. Uh, i haven't and, seen the played and ranked actually in a really long time what's his they don't show no they show pick rates what's his pick rate
2: on the last it's low it's pretty
0: well um do do, does the shield slow you down when you equip the shield on fuse
1: i think so yeah well because different weapons different weapons will slow you down more so yeah it does like if you pull out yeah you run run slower
0: well pistols yeah like if you take your
1: secondary out it does but yeah if you have your shield in front of you and then you switch like you're i think you run slower with the shield than you do with a assault rifle i could be wrong but i i'm pretty sure that's how i think
0: you do um but that was just the one caveat I was going to say. Is like, but also he can be a shield operator. Um, yeah. It's funny that nobody ever thinks of Fuse as a shield operator, which makes sense, I guess, because most people don't use him that way. But technically, he is a shield operator.
1: Yeah, he has no shield gadget either, so it's like, it's hard to. Yeah, and also his shield
0: uh, doesn't really
1: cover him, so it's not really a shield. Well, yeah, you also get shot through your shield all the time. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's really a thing still because I haven't. It's better, but I have had the problem. I was actually yeah.
0: going back and looking at, at old clips, and I had several clips recorded of getting shot through my bullet shield. And almost all of them was like, I look at the kill cam, and on the kill cam, my shield was like sideways. Like, yeah. like he was holding it, like if he was like reloading a gun or something, and like it yeah. got turned sideways. Yeah. That was so annoying. Because like, I was freaking sprinting at the dude with my shield up, and like, he just, just body shot me. No big deal. Yeah.
1: I I know I have a clip specifically of Cavera knifing me through my montane shield like she's in front of me and she knifes me and it knifes through my montane shield that was yeah. back in like the very first not even season one that was before they had things such as year one season it was just uh. it was a patch 1.0 like so that was a well, long time it was ago Caveira, but...
0: it was Operation
1: oh wait Storm yeah I Rain. guess good point
2: it had to have been <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's a fair call I feel um... like it was there you go okay give me the next question next
1: question is from well aren't you the next question i just oh we did we did this i did faith defender shock and awe shock and awe says why do you think the community places so much importance on kd in regards to judging skill level this game is much more than kd especially for those who choose to play support what type of metric can ubi create other than mmr or kd to convey skill so they do have a win rate um and Mm -hmm. that is in your in your statistics there is a there is a win rate in your statistics, a ranked win rate. Right. Um, and I think, I mean, I think it's just a, a common thing to be like, Oh, you're, you suck. Cause you can't kill anybody. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. just video games. It's always been that way. So yeah, I
0: think, I think there's a few reasons for one. I think obviously win rate is, is not an individual measure totally. Right. Like it is, if right. you know, if you're playing by yourself and you win more often than somebody who also plays by themselves, then yes, it is a useful metric. But K- KD is 100% like individual of a statistic. And uh, those are the right. only two statistics they really give us. Um, and KD is so easy to understand that I think that's why and people figure like if, if you're 0.9, even if your win rate's 1.4, then you must just be being carried by your, by your teammates all the time. And I don't want a 0.9 person on my team. Right right i want players yeah. on my team to kill more than they die
1: yeah and it's just, especially for people that play montane all the time and that's all they play is like they can be really 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 good but they're never going to have a ton of kills because the, all they do is stand there with a shield like they don't ever pull a gun out right so and it's, it is really easy to look at a score and be like oh that guy's a one in four and he's at the bottom of the scoreboard because he has less kills so he's gonna have less points and so it's like right. how do you give points to people that play support Right.
0: Well and like, and like it, it's interesting if you look at your operator stats, you may see that like some of your operators have higher win rates than others that you might even have higher kill kill death with. Um like my castle, yeah. my kill death I think is maybe one point oh, but my win rate's like one point two, one point three, like something like really good. Mm-hmm. And so it's like well, yeah, like I don't get as many kills with them because number one, I'm just trying to keep them out of sight. So like th- I, we don't even see them, hopefully. Right. If, I, if I'm doing my job right, they just don't make it
1: <laughs> the whole round. They don't even get to sight we run out the whole
0: round the whole round because there's no way through Castle Barricades. Yeah. Um, but the other is like I'm, I'm bringing a subpar gun. Right. And so like, yeah, like depending on who you play and your play style, like you may get fewer kills and like you may be more susceptible to dying uh, than other players, but. Yeah so I, like I don't know like it's a hard problem in games cuz there's a lot of games like this right like something like Call of Duty it kind of is more just about how many kills can you get um
1: yeah and even like, Halo you can make the same argument
0: yeah but like uh you know like a Battlefield the the, the, trick, the tricky thing about Battlefield is so many players who are playing don't care whether they win or lose yeah um and so it gets really tricky but like being a good Battlefield player can very much you could you could die a lot because you're just trying to hold and secure Capture objectives. Tights. Right. Yeah, it's like you might die a lot, but hey, if you come out with 14 objectives captured in a game, like you helped your team win way more than the guy who went 37 and eight uh, right. sniping from the back. Right.
1: A hundred percent. Well, like I, I I literally I play some of these Call of Duty games for so like Battlefield frequently ish. And I will have like the most deaths on the team. And a lot of times I'll have the most kills too. But it's like, why do I have 34, like 47 kills and 34 deaths. And the next deaths on my team is like 18 because the whole entire time I'm just trying to push the site. Like I'm playing right. the objective the whole time yeah. and everybody else is just trying to not die. It's like, no, go and push the fit. If we all just push it all the time, like we'd eventually get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I think it's just because it's so hard to
0: measure like anything else that's like, obviously they have the point system, but like how many times you look at that points thing at the end and you're like, yeah, I did way more than that guy. Yeah. you know. And sometimes I, it works. Like sometimes I, like I, I end with like the highest points, but I might be like, I don't know, five and four compared to somebody else's seven and two, but I'm ahead of them. And it's like, but yeah, but I planted twice and I diffused once and you know, whatever else I did.
1: Um, yeah. I I think that's just... It's it's impossible almost to change the communities because people will even say like, oh, yeah, well, you're on the top of your... Like you were just saying, I'm five and four, but this guy that has eight kills so like, yeah, but I have eight kills. It's like, okay, but I'm on the top. So it doesn't matter what they yeah. do. Like, either well, way, it's always going to go by KD. Like,
0: what those kinds of people will do regardless is like they'll find whatever stat they're better at you than and say that that's the important one, right? Yeah. So like... I, I- like 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 when when people start talking crap and like you say something back like after you won a game and then they're like like three and two noob and because they were like eight and four on their losing effort and you're like yeah "Yeah, but i won Like, (laughs) like first of all three and two is positive so i killed more than i died and second like because of my three and two my team won you couldn't do it
1: with your eight and four so like get better at the game right i someone on xbox at one point was saying something stupid and i was like dude i was like go look at mine this it's unfair because i've obviously played the game way more than just what shows on my level 13 xbox account but like my kill yeah. death is like two point something and my win loss is two point something so i was like dude i'm level 13 i have a higher KD than you he's like well KD doesn't matter only win loss i was like okay fine let's go by win loss my win loss is double your win loss and he's like well i just play with a lot of friends sometimes i'm like okay so which is it either yeah. it a, my KD is better than your KD, and I'm better at the game. Or B, that doesn't matter; and only win loss matters. But either way, I'm better in both aspects. Like, yeah, I don't know how to tell you. And he wasn't very good at the game. It's like you're not good at and the game. If you're so. playing
0: with bad friends, then in theory, you're playing against worse teams, and you should you be should getting have a high KD. Yeah. Right?
1: <laughs> I was like, whatever, dude. I tell you, you
0: can't have it both ways. Anyway, honestly, yeah, your statistics only should matter to you in comparison to yourself, really. And uh, that's, that's what's uh, useful.
1: I, okay, we sorry, still want we spent them a long to time have on. more stats and an ability to yes. be like, "One well, the last more six stats. months, what have my stats been like? Or in the last, Yeah, week, I want to filter stuff.
0: Like what are my stats on, on Cafe compared to uh, Coastline?
1: Would be sick. Because they have that stuff. They email it to you every once in a while. Every once in a while, they'll email you like, your best map this week was Cafe. You had a 1.5 win loss on Cafe Dostoyevsky. It's like, why why can't i just see this all the time and why is it i only get this email like once a month why don't i get this email why can i subscribe to a daily email from you like, yeah. tell me, like i don't know i want these stats i don't understand why they're behind some wall where some system decides to randomly message you like oh this week you did well
0: yeah they but need to expose that stuff just, yeah let me see it
1: why not i just don't get i mean i guess there's other things to do but I know. I, that's got to be a different person, right? That does statistics over balancing. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Anyway, King Crazy, smiley face, says, Do you think, well, this is actually your question, but that's okay. Do you think that the ELO system in ranked needs to be reworked? Because as it is now, the more games you play, the less you earn. And so if you're in a bad place after placements, it will take a lot to climb back. One suggestion is to have a system that takes how quickly you beat a team and rewards you with extra points. For example, you get 20 more points for a four-zero sweep. Um,. Yeah, I mean, ELO has worked the same way in all games. Like, for More or less. Yeah, I guess more or less. But every game that I've played that has ELO, they all work the same way, where the more you play, the lower it is, because you should be in a more set spot. And right, it, right. it can. That's why the ELO hell exists. It can result into you getting really, really low and having no way of getting back up that season, because that's just where you are. Yeah. And you've played so many games.
2: Yeah. Good. So so that...
1: Good.
0: The first thing I would say is just like, I'm always like a little bit hesitant to talk about like modifying how the ELO system works, because this is like a well-defined mathematical like system that it like it predates siege by a lot. And came like from chess, right came from chess. Um, and then from Microsoft dude. implemented it as their true skill system. And that, that's what most or not most, but many games are based on. I don't know if Siege is true skill or their own thing. Um, so, I'm always a little bit hesitant to talk about modifying Elo because like like it was designed by a mathematician, right, and like I don't think that the siege people who would be making the call on whether or not to adjust yeah. it like would understand the math behind it and everything um but I do actually really like the idea of like margin of victory mattering, so like yeah. if if you lose five four, then you don't lose as much elo as if as if you lose four o and like also with winning, right so like I do feel like that would help to keep you a little bit more stable instead of like, man, I lost two really close games and then we had two blowouts and I ended up at the same spot as when I started. Right.
1: Yeah. I agree with that. I think that that would be cool if they could figure out a way, but I mean, how, how advanced would that math be to like edit the system and be like, okay, when this happens,
0: it seems like, it seems like granted. I like, I don't know all the math behind it, but it seems like you could just say like, Hey, give a 20% bonus if if they win on a shutout right or something like yeah. that and then like what i worry about is how it throws off everybody else's rankings because now like you've been ranked higher and so the next person that plays against you you know maybe now you're playing against better teams than you should or whatever um and i think that's the thing to keep in mind when you talk about elo and ranking systems and all this stuff keep in mind that it's it's not necessarily to say this is how good you are as much as it is to pitch you against players of similar skill level so that everybody has a good time. Yeah. Right. And so if it's, if it's accomplishing that, then it's doing its job. And like the kind of the, this you're a gold because you have this number of points. Like that's kind of just like
1: a skin on top of the, what the system is supposed to be doing. Right um there there is a huge problem right now though with like the elo so they implemented a while ago they implemented like if you play against a hacker you'll get elo back after the hacker gets banned because you played against him and it was unfair or if you were Mm -hmm. playing with a hacker you're going to lose elo because he was on your team and you shouldn't have won the game somehow this is causing a huge problem with like the people that are really really high in rank and they're all all the time they're just losing elo like they never gain any even though they're always playing against hackers they're always reporting them they're always losing it. Like King George will complain about this all the time. He's like, every single day I log in, I'm like losing 18 elo, even though I'm playing against just as many hackers that are possibly even on my team. Even when we have a full squad, so we shouldn't be losing any. And we beat when we beat a hacker, we shouldn't lose elo for beating a hacker. Like, yeah, that's stupid. I'm like, yeah, I, that does kind of suck that every time you log in, you're losing it somehow when you should be gaining some. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, know, it shouldn't take it away from you if you play against a hacker and you beat them, especially because they may not have even been hacking at the time, right? yeah
2: but
3: uh
1: anyway.
2: here's
0: one from king crazy what operators do you main and what ranks are you
2: crazy
1: king um king. yeah i know but crazy king is a game mode in halo yes it is <laughs> Crazy <laughs> king. what what even is that game mode what's the difference uh, in king, of the, king of the hill where it moves instead of a stationary oh it moves yeah that's better um yeah. I main Valkyrie on defense. I used to main Buck on attack lately. I've been playing a lot of Maverick, Um, but I pick Sledge a lot now too, because I like the frags. I picked Buck for frags and his utility of opening things up. Now I'm picking Sledge and Maverick. I don't know why, but I just like his gun. So, And then uh, Valkyrie on defense, Echo on defense. That's pretty much it for defense. I am rank gold two. I'm unranked. Yeah,
0: yeah we're unranked right now. I think we finished unranked. last season at gold Two, at least I did, I think, finished I got team, to plat
1: last season. Ooh, at well, one good point. I'm level one ninety-six. It's my clearance level. Yeah, we're we're like
0: right there at the top of gold, I think. Um usually in like flirting with plat. Sometimes some of us will cross into plat. I don't think I've ever hit it yet. But uh as far as my mains, I bounce around a lot. If I had to choose who my mains were, I'd say Thatcher on offense and probably maestro on defense i haven't really played a lot of maestro recently though since he lost yeah, his you
1: that's funny it's funny um, because we say changes like that aren't going to affect them that much but then somehow we stop playing them yeah yeah totally like, i have definitely noticed a decrease in my buck play well, i did say the frags without buckle suck but it
0: um buck sucks I, I mean probably probably rook rook it, rook is probably like my mainstay of the one that like it's always a viable pick
1: yeah there's some operators that i thought i would play a lot and i just haven't like i thought i would play a lot more nook but obviously she ended up sucking um yana i thought i would play a lot more than i actually do orcs i thought i would play more um yeah. mozzie i thought i would play more
2: i think I'll we, be playing a we actually lot of have found movie, out movie.
1: that we play a lot of the base game operators a lot more than anyone else
2: mm-hmm
0: yeah. Um I, I kind of realized this as I was playing on Xbox more was that because I had fewer operators unlocked I went to like start unlocking operators with my renown that I'd gained and I like looked at them and I had a hard time choosing one that I even cared about. There was like a, there was a handful. that was like yeah, I want to have Mira. Um I want to have Maestro, right? Like there's a few in there, but for the most part it's like actually I'd like now that I'm looking at the list of who I don't have, I would rather just play almost any of the original ops over almost any of the DLC ops. Yep. Which Um, is weird. And also I feel like I've been playing way better since I've like limited, I'm constricted to certain operators and I'm not just like
2: making a bad choice in the last second. Yeah. Next season and the season after we only get one operator. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Kind of forgot about that until just now. Um, Our next question comes from ha either ha ha or haja five he says hi i've been listening to the podcast while at work and i'm now on episode 47 i i'm glad you're using your work time wisely just wondering if you guys can activate the pp on the map vote and veto system of the podcast we already have done that actually so we activated the pp activate back on, the, on the year five uh reveal and that's where we found out that there is going to be a map striking system that was supposed to come out first half of year five looks like it's going to be second half of year five but blamed on coronavirus
0: yeah only in ranked though right and
1: unranked only in ranked and yeah unranked as well so unfortunately but, casual you will still have to play maps that aren't fun
0: but I think a lot of the casual audience is totally okay with that I think a lot of the casual audience just wants to have variety um, like I would prefer to have a voter veto but I, I can see a lot of the casual people being like no this is fine I love Vito. I love the Vito system. I do too. I think Vito um, but yeah.
1: is such a great idea.
0: Very much looking forward to striking. That's, mm-hmm. that's going to revolutionize this game for me.
1: Awesome Levi says,
0: what's up, unrenowned boys? I just reinstalled Halo Reach. Applause. Everybody take a moment to appreciate Awesome Levi's decision. moment of silence. It's the first shooter I ever got into. I'm pretty sure it's one of the first games I ever played. My brothers and I always played custom games when I was like six and seven. I haven't played in a while, and I'm kind of garbage, so I'm wondering if you have any tips for a baby gamer also right now, I only use the a r and magnum. I'm not sure how to change it, but the magnum is the
1: magnum good for close range um so Halo Reach was the first halo game to introduce bloom, and so the the further range you are when you're shooting it gives you like an effect of like your weapon is less and less accurate. And the bloom on the magnum is specifically like bad, and so the longer range, it's not good. So close range is like the only time the magnum is actually good, right? And it's better than the. If you hit all your rifle. shots,
0: I think it's like a five shot kill. If you four. actually four, four, okay, yeah, yeah. So it's it's actually quite it's good. Faster if, than the DMR. If you miss, then you will lose to the arrow guy, right? Yeah. And, or if he's able to get close enough to get a melee in, and he melee's before you do, you'll lose. Um, but if you hit, it can be really good. Uh what else oh also um
1: you said you're not sure how to change it i think you might be talking about like loadouts which yeah which in that case I don't... that's halo 4 was the first halo to make yeah, loadouts,
2: Rich,
0: doesn't do loadout. oh well they they do have like loadout sets in some game types or whatever but they're but... only
1: abilities most of the time they're just abilities
0: yeah sometimes it's not sometimes it's actually weapons right because sometimes it's like choose between a carbine or a battle rifle or whatever or dmr no, need a not... rifle? Need, need a
1: rifle and a DMR? Oh, uh, I don't. I don't not normally. Like, this uh, is not a normal. It's normally I mean, just. Yeah, abilities. This, this isn't
0: like a Slayer game type, but like there, there are certain game types I think that are that way. But yeah, Halo is an arena shooter. You're picking up your weapons on the map, so like you start with whatever you start with. Um, like on some game types, you'll be DMR starts, On some games you'll be AR starts so i
1: would there's actually a separate so if you're playing mcc there's a separate thing now with ar starts like a separate category of game i would uncheck that yeah, yeah. <laughs> just not even play that crap that's garbage Start with precision weapons it, there's it's no garbage. reason yeah there's no reason why that's in the game just uncheck that
0: um but one pro tip i would have is just learn where all the power weapons are on each of the like at least all the maps that you play regularly in whatever playlists you play and uh learn what their spawn times are because if you know when the rocket launcher's spawning. That makes a huge difference as to who's going to win that game.
1: Hundred percent, especially on four v four, eight v eight. It's not as big of a deal, but four v four, having the power weapons is like gigantic. Also, yeah. that means we have at least one person. Is are do you when you say you reinstalled Halo Reach? Are you talking about you probably MCC on the Xbox? Because I think it's what Xbox. we need, what we need, we need a bunch of people to get Halo. At least Halo CE for PC, so we can have a Halo CE party. Yeah, we do
0: need to do that. We have so many good custom games. It would be so fun. Let's just organize that. Let's just set it up and get whoever we can from uh, Unrenowned, and then we'll get whoever we can from IRL, and we'll do it. Yeah, yeah let's fun. let's get through this. We're going okay. long here. Pars asks, what do you think of a buff to mute so that you couldn't plant the diffuser inside the range of the mute jammer because it would jam the diffuser? We've talked about this, haven't we?
1: I think so. I actually do like this idea. I don't know if I said that before or not, but I mean, they're not hard to kill mute jammers, right? Like they can just be killed by a Thatcher or you can shoot one. But yeah, if there's a mute jammer, and it's not like they have a crazy range.
0: No, and I love it because it gives way more utility to mute. uh, And that well actually not even way more. It gives some specific utility to mute that like won't come into play a lot. But when it does, it can be crucial, right? So like Mm -hmm. that uh, that, um, bank basement plant it happens every time do you think that the jammer could reach from behind the desk over to
1: literally just thinking that it wouldn't reach behind the desk but it could definitely like on top of the desk or maybe underneath the desk you might be able to get one like close enough underneath it yeah um but yeah something like that just like even if it's just to stall them for another 10 seconds like that could be a big deal and sometimes it won't even be 10 seconds it'll be like two or three seconds but still like yeah i i like that idea I like that. Um, yeah, I, I like it a lot. Uh, don't Take Eager ITK has a couple here that I'll read together and we will answer them uh, quickly. He says, what do you think of a buff to Jackal that would let him see footprints on his drone so he can drone someone better? No.
0: Nope. Do you agree? <laughs> no. He doesn't need Jackal's
1: any sort of buff. He's annoying. Yep. What do you think about when Dokkaebi's phones, when Dokkaebi rings the phones, IQ can see the phones when they're getting pulled out. What do you think of the change where she can see the phones like through the phone call? Um, through the phone call, I would say no. If you can see it while they pull it out to like disable it, that would be cool. I think that might actually be a thing in the game. I think that's what right he's saying. Now. And
0: uh, I actually never really considered that. But Dilkaby and IQ could be a powerful combo.
1: Yeah. Well, no, so I you did that right. Boy, so he does say, what do you think about it? If she can see the phones while they're getting pulled out, like when they're getting pulled out. I, said, I think it does do, do th- that.
0: What do you think about? Yeah, I no. What do you think about oh, and, when Dilkaby rings phone? IQ can only see the phones when they're getting pulled out. What do you think of a change to that system? I think is what he's saying, where she can see oh, the
1: phone. Okay, I see I see what we're saying here. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure if that
0: how it works, but it sounds like he's saying that's how it works, and I think it should.
1: Yeah, um, that would be cool. If she could see it throughout the phone call, that would be a huge, maybe unfair, but that would be really the phone cool. Call,
0: no. I, don't, I don't think throughout the phone call would be
1: good. But definitely when they pull out the punch. Um yeah. And then what do you think about a damage counter at the end of the match? I think so Warzone has this Ooh. and all it does, to be honest with you is just makes you mad because you see, I did 900 damage and I only have one kill. Yeah. And like I, that means I downed guys like nine times and only one of them got finished. And other than that, we just couldn't finish them. So, I mean, it'd be cool. I like can be fine to have, but it just makes you mad. I'll be honest with you.
0: Yeah. Um, It'd be cool if they had something like Rocket League at the end of every match has like an award. So you'll get like I don't know, I don't even recall, but like you'll get like Exterminator or whatever if you like demoed the most people. Oh, yeah, something. yeah, yeah. And I'll say like Exterminator, six demos or whatever. And like it'd be really cool to have something like that where it's like, you know, you're the Montane player and it's like seven hundred and fifty damage blocked or whatever, and like everybody at the end of the round on a win game screen just has like a, a commendation. A thing. Yeah. That'd be sick. Like, uh, GoldenEye used to do that. You'd get a name for, like, you were the uh, most lethal or whatever. Most, you know, they had all those things. Yeah. Uh, zero skill. if there was an in-game item to dedicate to Isaacat, what would you suggest? Oh, thanks for bringing the SADs back. Um, So here's the thing. It would be really cool if they did, like, his logo, if they did, like, a little sculpture somewhere in one of the maps or something like that. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. You have to be really, really careful about what you do with suicides um, because it can encourage and other people to also commit suicide, right? Um, So that's why like they don't really report on teen suicides on the news and stuff. They try not to like report, like let the word get to other schools and stuff because it it, like uh, gives other people the courage to go through with it. And so if you see somebody, you know, our, our siege community is over 50 million players at this point. So you have to assume that some huge number of players in there are suffering with depression and possible suicidal thoughts. So if you go and like just immortalize this person who committed suicide, even though like we love Icy Cat and like he was a great pillar of the community, if you go and immortalize that and kind of like, like put all this positive attention toward it, it kind of encourages those people to also do that. So I would be against it for that reason.
1: That's actually a really good point. I, I remember have, having heard about that teenage thing with like the schools and doing that, but I didn't think about that with the game. Um, yeah. That is a good point though.
0: Also, we uh, didn't I, mention this in the beginning, but we should have. If if you or anybody you know is like struggling with depression or whatever, and you're worried, uh, you think you, you're, if you're having thoughts of hurting yourself or you're worried somebody that you know might get help, like just search online for suicide hotlines in your area. And it's really easy to find um, a lot of times you just need to talk somebody to somebody and there's nothing like there's no weakness in that, right? Like right, suicide's not the answer. You're going to leave a lot of people behind who are, uh, going to be hurt
1: a lot more than, than you are. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, you would never guess too. With a lot of people, you would just never know that they're even in that state where they would commit suicide that you'd. You literally just could not guess you'd think they were the happiest person and so you could have best friends that are really struggling and so it's just it's never even a bad thing just to talk to friends that are your friends down and just ask how they're doing everyone spent this like social media has definitely made us like more afraid to just talk to people or to call people or to like just text like hey how are you like how's it going but there's nothing wrong with just texting people you haven't talked to in a while or calling a friend and seeing how they're doing yeah um because you really just you don't know with some people like some people you know like oh yeah they were struggling like i knew they were struggling but other people are it's a huge surprise
2: yep so um but this is about siege so one last siege question to uh, get
0: a spec in
2: happier spirits uh is my turn yes
0: it is Steel Switch, no, oh, it's, so. it's my turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. Oh, it's my okay. turn. Ryan.
1: Steel Switch said, "How do you guys come up with your playing times? In other words, I have to play during the weekend and the evenings after the kids go to bed. Now with COVID nineteen, I am working from home and I am playing almost every day. Still after the kids go to bed, how are you handling your time? And when it's time to jump on?" Um, so I think Ryan can relate more to Steel Switch's um, situation of working from home and then having, and having kids. kids yeah. after they go to bed, I. And my playtime almost coincides with like my brothers and brother in law's playtime because it's always just like I know their kids go to bed at eight, eight thirty-ish, and so we're all getting on at eight thirty to nine. And that's just when I play is usually when other people are on. Yeah. Um and really just when I'm not when I'm not busy, I play I I work and I do school and then when I don't have those things, I'll play video games. Yeah. So
0: it's it's definitely weird, like with everything going on now, it's like like, my starting time's about the same, but, like, also I'm noticing I'm playing way more often, um, just because, I don't know, like, I guess I'm home all day, so, like, it, it, like, as opposed to being at work all day and, like, away from my family and, like, away from my wife, specifically. So, it's, like, I've been home all day with my wife, so now I can kind of, like, justify playing in the evening more often. But also, like... It's a great thing. The the real struggle is, like, uh, going to bed at a reasonable hour (laughs) because it's, like, I have nowhere to go tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, but definitely like trying to control how late we're playing is is a struggle at this point.
1: <laughs> I have I have certainly started to go to bed later as coronavirus has become a thing to the point where like I can't even fall asleep sometimes down to like 430 a.m. And that's like nothing <laughs> that's I can terrible. do about it. I just can't can't fall asleep. I hate it. But I I literally cannot fall asleep.
0: Well, it's also tough when you work nights, right? Like you get home at midnight and you're just like you're still like jittered. You're just like going Right. I used to, I, I worked in and out in high school and in college and like, we would close at one thirty on the weekends, which meant by the time you actually like cleaned everything and like left, a lot of times it was 2.30 or even like three o'clock. Yeah. And so like you're getting home at three o'clock and you still have to take a shower and everything. And then it's like... And you're hungry. And you're hungry. Yeah. And, like <laughs> and it's just like, well, I'm not going to sleep till four at the earliest. Yeah. Um, no, that
1: is it that is a common thing you're closing a restaurant and then you get home and you're starving and you're not even tired at all. And so yeah. by the time you eventually wind down, it's already 3am. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. When I, I wish that I could play consistently more earlier though, more earlier, earlier, uh, because like, I feel like for streaming, it's so rough. Cause like, first of all, we're mountain time. So most of the country is like way ahead of us already. And so, like, if we're starting a stream at nine o'clock for like a lot of the country, it's already past eleven. So they're like, yeah. done. Yeah, um, it it sucks. being like trying to be a dad streamer on the West Coast. It's it's really rough. But that's why I'm always playing late, guys. If you if you don't ever catch me streaming, it's because of, I have
1: kids. It's like it's, it's like it. our kids are more important than streaming, right? <laughs> Just slightly. Priorities. They're <laughs> worth it.
2: Anyway,
0: if you want to follow us on those things again, I am Ryguy, W-R-Y-G-U-Y, YouTube and Twitch. And I am just hello with three O's. Oh, oh, oh. Follow us on Twitter at R600. Now, and don't forget to join the Discord. You can help support the podcast by going to drinkma.com slash R6pod. That's drinkma M-A-W, dot com slash R6pod. Get your free trial of MA when you sign up for a subscription. And... Leave us a review on your podcast listening platform of choice. Yeah, Share it with your friends. Uh, you know, all those like, share, and subscribe deals. Yeah, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, if this is the first episode you're listening to, click that little subscribe icon in your app that you're listening to this on.
1: Yeah, there's, there's, there's no reason out in the world that you would not listen to the podcast every single week and have it download every single week. Yeah, It just or doesn't make subscribe. sense. Maybe, maybe you didn't listen to it that week, but at least be subscribed. Right. Get it downloaded. Um, <laughs> I've been thinking, Ryan, about wanting to just have a Siege Wednesdays thing for streaming where one of us will always be streaming Wednesday Night Siege. But I'm afraid to make that commitment. Okay. Should we do it? Wednesday Night Siege? Is that a thing? No, it's not a thing yet. WNS? I'll decide if it's a thing by next episode. TBA. TBA yeah, TBA. TBA okay. announced? Is that a I, thing? That's I, a will, thing right?
0: I will stream this Wednesday, which should be tomorrow by the time you're hearing this episode. Uh plan on Wednesday night siege being a thing for at least these two weeks and we'll decide if it's permanent by the next episode.
2: Yeah. Are we playing games tonight? Maybe. Okay. Oh I am excited. We need to uh we need to play more
0: uh modern warfare not Warzone. I am I'm fine with that too. I like Warzone, but I wanna like level up my guns and stuff. And also like I don't even know what guns I like because I just don't get to use them enough, so
1: yeah, I guess that's a that's a fair point. I, I mean, I, yeah, you've done a I lot like of it. that game. I also, game
0: I'm, app. I'm very close to like dedicating a bunch of time to shooter campaigns on stream and just like really knocking out shooter campaigns because I love shooter campaigns. Like playing through the Halo games, so fun. We should just find a bunch of good co-op shooter campaigns and play them.
2: Yeah, I sometimes they're good. I sometimes think some of them are. I don't know sometimes I just
1: shooter campaigns just aren't fun like I love Halo campaigns but like uh, what games like Call of Duty campaigns you didn't like yeah, I, Though I actually now that I think about it I haven't really played a whole bunch of shooter well Battlefields campaigns I do not really like either. Battlefields have never been renowned as being good they are unrenowned they are unrenowned uh,
0: did you play the Modern Warfare campaign uh, Call of Duty I Modern
1: Warfare 1 yeah yeah, I did. I actually yeah, like that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's
2: pretty good. Halo's just better, though. I mean,
0: yeah, like, Halo just has a much more interesting universe. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I anyway, wish Halo co-op worked. Gosh, it's so annoying. Every time I think about it, I'm so mad. Yeah, it's stupid. Uh, it's stupid. What's most stu- more stupid is, like, we could play it today and it would work, and then the next time we played it, it wouldn't. Yeah. So, but Alright, thanks for listening guys. Um, share the podcast with your friends. Throw us up. Yeah, Come on. Just listening for eighty just, three episodes. Just just goodbye. No, just share it with your friends. That's that's what we're going for.
1: Uh, just goodbye. Okay.